It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Uh, Let's go to Carlos Carrasco. The deal with Carlos is that there's a $14 million team option. There's a $3 million buyout. Based on that, they should exercise the team option. I don't even think it's a question. You know, Carlos Carrasco, and I, I shortchanged him before my apologies. I said he almost had a full season. He essentially did have a full season. I know he missed a handful of starts, but he made 29 starts. Bassett made 30. So you make 30 starts, you pitched a full season. He made 29 of them. And look, we, we talked about it throughout the year. There's bad cookie. There's good cookie. There are days in which you say, this guy sucks. There are days in which he flies through seven scoreless innings. But strictly from a financial standpoint, $3 million buyout, $14 million team option. So to get someone to, to be equal to him, it has to be $11 million or less because you just paid $3 million on the buyout. Anyhow, I'm babbling. Carlos Carrasco, yes or no? Yes. He, and you'd exercise the option, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's oh, no, look, no, I agree no with you. It's weird because Carlos Carrasco, here is final numbers, right? 15 wins, 7 losses, 29 starts, 152 innings, 3970 right. The year before that, obviously, his first year with the Mets was a disaster. Missed a big chunk of the year when he pitched at a 6 ERA. He's also getting older. Carlos Carrasco is going to be 36 years old going into next season. But one-year deal, we saw the ups from him. We saw the downs from him. If he gave me the exact same season, I'd be happy with it. Because that those numbers, you know what those are? Those are back-of-the-rotation numbers. And I'm fine with it. You're not going to have five aces. Like, we're not talking about the early 70s Orioles here or the mid-90s Braves. Like, you're not going to have five aces. So you need to fill out a rotation. He's dependable. You have to know going in, you're going to get the really good. I'm looking at his game logs from this year. It's everything that I, I described. Eight scoreless innings against the Atlanta Braves in May. We love it. He's amazing. Two starts later against the Mariners, four and a third innings, four runs. Uh, A game against the Padres on the road, seven innings, two runs, 10 strikeouts. Next start against the Angels, four and two thirds innings, nine hits, five runs. Like it's, this is what he is. And you almost have to accept that going in. Like he's going to hopefully make 30 starts. That's the most important thing. And, you know, there are going to be days where he eats innings for you. There are going to be days in which he doesn't pitch well. But I think financially, $14 $14 million is just, it's worth it in this day and age. Because it goes back to what I said before. All right, you let him go. Now you got to replace him. And how many starting pitchers are you going to add that's his caliber that's going to cost $11 million? And I say 11 because of the $3 million buyout, if that makes a lot of sense. So we're good with Carlos. I didn't even need to convince you of anything. No, yeah, no, he's good. Taiwan Walker, you want him back? Yes. Why so quick on the yes with Taiwan Walker? I think he's got the most upside for any of the free agent pitchers because he's 30 years old. I understand he's had injury problems, but if you take away 
the really bad half in 2021, he's been one of the better pitchers on this pitching staff consistently. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I wouldn't necessarily agree with the upside thing anymore. I think we're past it because he's 30. Like, he is what he is. But I think the last two years, what he is is solid. What he is is similar to what I said about Carlos in that he's a back-of-the-rotation arm. He's going to give me 155 innings. He's going to make most starts. Um, You don't expect him to fall off a cliff like he did in 2021. And he never did that in 2022. And I was passionately defending that at times in the second half this year where there was this notion of, oh, it's happening again. He's having another terrible second half. And the truth is he had one really, 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 really bad start against Atlanta in which he gave up eight runs in one inning, which is going to destroy your ERA. And you look at the rest of his starts, he was fine. Now the rest of his starts, he went out there and he pitched pretty damn well. So his second half numbers were a little bit ballooned because of the one start against Atlanta. But he was consistent. He had a really solid, consistent season. And when you look at the Mets' success of winning 101 games, and you say, how did you get there? You know, how, well, show me the work of how they got to 101. Taiwan Walker, Carlos Carrasco, and Chris Bassett, the non-aces, were a huge reason why. When you get 90 starts, more than half your games, were started by those three guys. And for the most part, they were pretty good. Not bad. Uh, here's the complicated part with Taiwan Walker. He is not re-signing, or I should say exercising the odd player option that he has, which is for like $6 million. That's, that is gone. So he is a legitimate free agent. He's 30 years old. I think there's going to be a market for Taiwan Walker. And what concerns me is the Mets are going to have a budget at some point. And if they're re-signing all the guys we want them to re-sign, are they going to be able to pay Taiwan Walker the kind of money he probably gets in free agency? I don't think so. Um, I'm, I am worried because would you we listen? You talked about the, the top four starting pitcher free in free agency minus Degrom. It's not a great list, so that means Taiwan Walker is one of the hottest commodities out there as far as starting pitching, and he's thirty compared to Verlander, who's who's going to be forty, and and Kershaw who's not coming here anyway, but like he's up there in age. All these guys are up there in age. Yeah. So he's so, 30. You're going to get a, a, you're going to try to sign him for like a, not a long-term, but like a four to five year contract. Well, and I think the other thing to keep in mind here is that the Mets have, I, I like to think you have to go into a season with eight starting pitchers on your mind, not, you know, eight guys in your rotation, but eight guys who you can feel comfortable making starts at any point. The Mets minor league depth is not there in terms of ready-made starting pitchers. So the guys who we haven't mentioned who are going to be here next year, who certainly fit that bill as part of the eight guys, is Tyler McGill, who I think is definitely inserted back into the rotation. David Peterson, who I thought pitched pretty well for the most part as a starter and all the fill-in duty that he had. And the third guy is Joey Lucchese, who you talked right. a lot about at the end of the year as possibly being a weapon out of the bullpen. So – you have those three guys. Obviously, you cannot pencil them all in for rotation spots, but I would put them in the eight, the group of eight. You also have Max Scherzer, who's already signed and good to go. And for the sake of this discussion, let's say Carlos Carrasco, the option is exercised. He's good to go. That gets you five of the eight slots. That leaves you, to me, three slots you have to fill. 
I'd prefer Jacob DeGrom. Uh, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. But Chris Bassett and Taiwan Walker are interesting. I think it's very possible the Mets have to make a decision between the two of them. So you've got Bassett, who I laid out the case for earlier. He's a little bit older, but he doesn't have that many innings on his arm. He was their most reliable starting pitcher this past year. You got Taiwan Walker, who is also pretty damn reliable. If the money is similar, and I, I'm kind of guessing that the money is going to be similar. I don't know. I mean, we're trying to speculate what contracts are. It's very difficult. But if you had to make a choice between Chris Bassett and Taiwan Walker, your answer is? I, I like Taiwan Walker better. Because he didn't make those comments. <laughs> There's a lot about Taiwan Walker. When he signed with the Mets, where did he pop again? What did, where did he where drink? Did he pop again? What does that mean? Oh, like, like you know, like to, he... Opened up a bottle. Do you remember what it was? Oh, he popped a drink. I don't. I actually don't remember this. Did he pop champagne or something? He popped open a bottle of Tom Seaver wine, my friend. Oh, did he really? Okay, he did. My bad. And that, like, right there. I love that. Of course, guy represents the team well, and that was just from when he signed with the team. You know, so I just so I've always. Here's the other thing too. I've always followed Tywin Walker since he was with the Mariners. I always thought there was a lot of upside to him. And like you said, he's 30 years old. Really, what upside is there? I don't know. Like his numbers, these, these are some of his better numbers that he's had in, in, a, in a while, even compared to 2021. Obviously, the blow up in 2021, we understand what happened. But I, something about him, I just like his character, his charisma. And I don't think he's fr- um, easily frazzled, I guess, in, in, in big spots. Well, we never, because of the way we the season went. <laughs> We never got to see him in it because they situated DeGrom, Scherzer, and Bassett for the Atlanta series. And obviously, he never got to make a start in the postseason. So we, <laughs> I guess the advantage Taiwan Walker has is we don't know. We don't know if he would have imploded in a big spot. I probably, if I'm making the decision between the two of them, um, I'd lean towards Taiwan Walker only because of age. But, boy, Chris Bassett was so reliable this past year. The other guy to keep an eye on, who's a free agent, I'll throw him at you too, but we shouldn't forget about him, is Trevor Williams. Do you want Trevor Williams back? No no doubt. I don't think he's going to be expensive. And I think you saw how well he could fit in that, you know, innings eater role at any point in time that he could be an opener, he can be a three or four inning reliever whenever you need. I mean, that, that that's a no-brainer. I mean, does he want to come back here? And I, I, I can't imagine him being expensive. So I think this, if you can keep him, do it. He's still relatively young, too. Yeah, I, I'd prefer to bring him back. I would try to kind of keep the rotation similar to what it is now. And that obviously is going to cost you a lot of money because of the raise that, De- excuse me, that DeGrom's going to get the Rays Bassett would probably get, and obviously the Rays Taiwan Walker is going to get. That's why it's not realistic they're going to re-sign all three guys. But if they could walk away with DeGrom and then either Bassett or Walker and then keep Williams as a depth guy to go along with Peterson and McGill and Lucchese. And by the way, McGill and Peterson deserve chances to be in this rotation. Uh, Tyler McGill had his moments early last year. Let's not forget that. He obviously started opening day, and we remember how well he pitched for the first month of the year, and then he got hurt, and the injury really effed everything up, and then he comes back out of the bullpen, and he's terrible. So I think we sort of remember him as a guy who didn't pitch well, and I know his final numbers are awful. I can't defend that, but early in the season, 
he was doing a really good job filling in in the rotation. Same thing with David Peterson. So Peterson and McGill are two guys that I guess in a perfect world are battling for the fifth spot in the rotation. So you guarantee one of them, but you need eight guys. I mean, you do most years you're going to have eight guys make double digit starts. It's just the way it is. So those are your starting pitchers. 